Hello. And welcome to another episode of your... That's right. This is your favorite podcast. You might not have realized it quite yet, but it is. Oh. And uh, don't don't look for any other podcast. This is the Sci-Fi Rebellion, everybody. I'm John Winnie. Welcome. welcome. I am Cole, uh, and my last name is incomprehensible. I was Jared, but not anymore. <laughs> not not after uh, not after the music festival. <laughs> not after, after what I've been through. Jared's been through some traumatic events this past weekend. His brain may have suffered a bit of a. Uh, a handicap, I would I think. Say. What was it? Seven aneurysms. Yes. If, if you noticed that I looked like I was in pain in the opening dancing, it's because I was in pain in the opening <laughs> dancing. Uh, uh, he got. Uh, that should show that you should definitely leave a like and a comment on the video because Jared fought through the pain to make sure we're bringing you this quality content. So and hard. for that, I just said we'd do a round of applause for Jared. This is for Jared. Do I Jared, you don't love myself? No, you, you uh, don't love yourself. <laughs> you yeah, just wait, take it. Let's sing the... Dance through the pain. Come on, Cole. Dan dance through the... Sing with dance me. Dance through the pain. The pain. Yeah, come on. It's hard to when your audio is 10 dance seconds off. <laughs> this, is, this is a little bit more painful than m me dancing, actually. Well, just uh, watching uh, this uh, go down. An original song. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I can be in this podcast anymore. You're, well, you're done. Well, I guess. This is the second time you're done. Oh. We're getting canceled. <laughs> well, all right. Today, uh, Winnie. What? Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Show's all about you, you. Mr. You know Manning Payne. You go right I, on ahead. I was going to say, so Winnie, but now I'll switch it. So, Cole, what are we talking about today? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad you asked and interrupted me. <laughs> You're welcome, bitch. Today we'll be talking about the fifth episode of Bad Batch. I say hesitantly because I'm not 100% sure. Five. Yes, 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 yes. And we will also be dabbling in the recently released Zack Snyder film, Army of the... Bread. Bed. Dubla. Army, Army of the Ted Cruz. So... <laughs> yeah a whole army of them it's terrifying but um so yeah we're we'll, we'll be talking about those today um and then we're canceled for good so might as well make uh the Until last episode week. a great one when we come back <laughs> when, we're, we say we, we can't, when we come back with the reunion special you can't cancel us Every episode is episode one for a different reason. <laughs> reunion special. <laughs> We're back. You gotta get all those reunion viewers. The revival episode. <laughs> so, what did we think of this week's episode? I'll let I'll let you guys take the reins since I since I did the glorious introduction. That was quite the introduction there, Cole. It truly act stupendous. I yes, I rate that Thank you. high high marks. Thank high you. Marks. Uh, now, this Bad Batch episode, I rate uh, me medium to high marks. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I really liked the character Sid. I thought she was pretty Medium funny. to high. Yes, medium to high. Yes. Um, I thought Sid was a good character. It took, I thought it took me a solid a solid three seconds before I realized who Sid was. <laughs> lizard woman. I was like, oh, yeah, lizard lady. Lizard lady. Lizard lady. Um, and I liked Lizzo. That's Lizzo. Yes, that is Lizard. <laughs> lizard. 
I liked <laughs> the fact that they were kind of introducing a potential for some more kind of fillery episodes of them kind of going on conquests to get a little get a little cash money maybe working for Sid in like a bounty hunter esque format. Um, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I was interested in seeing Omega's journey again. It was just, she was the only one who realized that Sid was the lizard out the gate. And we're seeing, again, more trends of her just being uh, more, mm -hmm. at the least, more aware in a, in a way that she shouldn't necessarily be. Jared? You've seen, Almost you see be like a, a forceful kind of natural tendencies? way. Uh, I mean, she wanted to help the animal right off the bat again, uh, or the beast, or the thing, or the what is it like a rogger, something like that? Rancor, the rancor, rancor. Frogger. frogger, no frogger, yes. frogger. Uh, so big old frogger. She wanted to help him out right off the bat. She was like, this guy. I'm gonna release him and just be kill the whole team. Hopefully, nothing <laughs> happens to the good guys. Moochie. But this thing's going to mess up these foxes. Ideally, foxes, Fox, the cat, fox the cat people. people. Big um, which I did think it was cool seeing the Zygarians again. I really liked their whole thing in the Clone Wars about like being the slavers and stuff, and yeah. how like at one point they were like. Uh, they were like, there's a transition from the Republic to the Empire. And they were like, oh, slavery is illegal. And they're like, well, we no longer live in the Republic. We live in the Empire now. And slavery is 100% A-OK. -okay. So, yeah. And if if your, <laughs> Not good. if your main weapon, if I went to a planet and their main weapon was a whip, <laughs> I would either assume that is a kinky society. <laughs> Or you're or you still do slavery. So like a bunch of furries. So they're either furries or slavers. It's there's no in between. One, one or the other. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, they. Uh, that was a cool episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, Omega flips back to being useful. She had her kid-like moments with like the arm wrists, like. Roger, Roger, how are we doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, I liked that because I was like, that's something a kid would do. You give them, mm -hmm. you give them something like that, they're going to get a little annoying. But overall, she was once again very useful. And Save I think the they should stop putting her in the ship because they're always <laughs> here. Stop Omega-8. Yeah. As soon as they were like, go in the ship, this is a dangerous mission. I was like, she's going to... They're going to get captured, she's going to save them. And I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, I echo but, that coordination with her. That I thought that was good. He was like, if all, if we had our equipment, this would be a much different encounter. And Omega was like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Cole? Oh, equipment. Look. Yeah. Where is um, that? What's it called? We did discuss before the podcast when we did find out the reveal that it was uh, Jabba's guy with the worm tails. I honestly don't know his name, but he's the one I always goes like, Anawata Wanga. Oh, yeah. Well, Bit Fortuna, that's it. Uh, when he showed up, I thought that was the Rancor uh, for, from Return of the Jedi. And then it was until this actual podcast that I was like, ago. oh, Google says it is not. So. 
It is what it is, I suppose. But it is moochie. You know, and there for that reason, I think the episode kind of sucked. Uh, it didn't give me the fan service I wanted. It didn't meet my expectations of the fan service. And if I see a Rancor, all Rancors look alike. So I'm going to think it's that one, man. Yeah. I don't. I can't watch Bad Batch anymore. <laughs> little, little racist. Specious. Specious. Like well, I said, we're getting canceled this episode. All, we're chilling. All Rancors, but you don't hate them. You just think they all look the same. Which I do. I No, I do. Oh, well, in, in that case, <laughs> it, it got infinitely worse. Um, but my overall enjoyment of the episode, I feel it was a bit more, again, kind of like not filler because it was showing how like the Bad Bunch just might be their new kind of thing, like being little bounty hunters or mercenaries, I think is what she called them. Um, I was just hoping to see, I was hoping like we were th- saying the on and off episode of like, we get to see what Crosshair is doing in the Empire and everything, and then mid-tier episode, then more development. We didn't get to see any Crosshair, so I was just wondering what he was up to, but mate, that's, again, much more of a personal thing. Just That's my big interest in the show right now, but hopefully we'll touch on next week. We'll we'll, we'll pray. Yeah. Please, I, Lord. I was also actually thinking that I just rewatched um, the fifth episode here, and the whole time I was like, man, I kind of want more of that dark stuff that we saw, like just a a little bit ago that was pretty sweet and this is kind of like much more kids showy i mean it's still excellent content but yeah yeah Um, one thing i couldn't help it's like it's like a mix between rebels and clone wars yes yes it is one thing i couldn't help notice and be a little uh vindicated in was uh a certain wrecker (laughs) here we go had a headache dog He still had a headache. Now, you may recall uh, previously on the Flatline still carrying rebellion, through. Uh, I had a certain theory regarding uh, the headache that Wrecker showed in like episode three, two, maybe three. And uh, we've mm-hmm. seen little bits of maybe one evidence in episode four and now episode five. And my theory is that slowly or perhaps well yeah i guess slowly because it hasn't happened yet i Very think cool. that his chip is slowly being activated his order 66 kill the jedi obey orders chip is slowly being activated and why that would be happening in him instead of the other clones i don't know other than just because he got the head injury yeah well and i guess what you had said about the other like on the second podcast or something you mentioned him not having the highest intelligence so that could have something to do with it and like it didn't immediate tri- immediately trigger because he's different but it it's triggering faster than the others because he's stupid that's my theory that's just mm-hmm. a game theory we're seeing further evidence all the time i, I was reading something I, was seeing, I saw something online and it makes sense for like a story uh perspective reason that when if if you are correct and that he is slowly being like turned uh that he would attack omega first because he's been like omega's kind of like caretaker and the one that's showing her like the most like support and love and everything so i think like cinematically it'd make a lot of sense to show the contrast of like 
wow, now he's terrifying and could probably literally rip me apart. Uh, <laughs> what happened to us? We were cool. You were like a cool uncle. What's going on here? I think it would be so, yeah. really cool if like uh, Wrecker does get flipped at some point. You know, his, his chip goes full active. And then uh, he ends up like reporting back like at some point and joins Whoa. Crosshair. Ooh. But Crosshair seeing somebody like seeing somebody in his own group who was not like that at all, now just being malicious and and doing whatever everybody else said might be enough of a trigger to him to be like, wait, this this isn't right anymore. Maybe it will help him push back against the chip himself. Um, but it could be the push, maybe end of the season, he flips, goes back to sharp shot. They work together a little bit, but they kind of unravel to the fact where the rest of the batch have to uh, uh, come and save them all and fix all their problems. Fix all the problems. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. A fixer. That was a good. That was a good potential plot line there. I could totally see them them doing pretty much that exact thing. Actually, <laughs> that seems totally reasonable. And Jared, you should be writing for Disney right now. <laughs> Your talents are being wasted on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I write some things down every once in a while. Every now and then I pick up a pencil. Yeah. Just hold it. That's it. I just pick it up. Just to find uh, it. Yeah, I, I don't actually use it. <laughs> just, just like yeah. the balance. Remember that the, the pen is just, mightier than the sword, but you can't sharpen a pen. But right. if you got a really big sword, you can chop the pencil in half. You they could, forget the second part of that phrase. You could use the sword... <laughs> to cut letters into something else. And then clearly the sword is more powerful. Or, or you could tape the pencil to the sword. No. And that way you could write with the edge of the sword and that way you have the ultimate weapon. You, they say the nuke is the ultimate weapon. They haven't tried a pencil, pencil. taped to a sword before. Uh, we also don't know uh, if a pen is mightier than a lightsaber because like, I mean, those are two totally different things. So. Two totally different things, Jared. So it's not even relevant to bring up. You're no, it's relevant. Because <laughs> yeah. all this, this whole conversation is extremely <laughs> relevant. It's all based in the story and the lore of Star Wars. Come on. <laughs> nah. Uh, but yeah, so overall, kind of like a interesting episode. I feel like I liked it more than last week's episode. Uh, more than just like the... Basically, the entire episode was just a chase in a street, but um, this episode possibly showed, hey, they're going to do some more exploration missions, and hopefully that takes us to cool places, cool people, exciting events, and maybe a little crosshair can cross their hairs, if you know what I mean. And that's not sexual. That just the cross paths was really what I was implying. So yeah. I just took all the subtlety out better. right out of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> One, uh, one thing but yeah. I was wondering, uh, what do you guys think? Will Sid actually be good with secrets or whatever her line was there at the, at the end of the episode? Or is she kind of lying through her teeth there? I, I think it was a threat. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I, I think it could have been taken either way. The one was like, 
you know, I am kind of on your side. Like, I'll give you contracts. But the sinister tone and the music that came in made it, it didn't seem like a threat so much as, like, just be aware. Like, if you, well, yeah, I guess that is kind of a threat. Like, if you cross me, you're going down, buddy. <laughs> if you cross me. <laughs> cross me. I'm not Sounds threatening like threat. you, but I'll kill you. <laughs> it's not a uh, threat. It's a promise. Yeah, I I would say it was a low-key threat. I think what's going to come out of that is basically they're going to get a call from her later. She's going to ask them for help. They're going to say, we're busy. And then she's going to say, well, I can tell everybody where you are or information about you or this, that, and the other thing. And that's where I think that's going to go. Um, but that's just my, my little tidbit. A little two cents on the matter. Just months yeah. of pence. Um, Just no, pence. I, I could definitely see that happening. It, she definitely seemed ominous. Like, she did help them out, but it, she also seemed like she was wrapped up in a pretty kind of scummy part of the underworld. So I could easily see something like she's already trying to gain herself the upper hand by being like, now I know where these people are, and I also have them do elite missions for me. So either way, I win. Either well, way. Well, it's, it's really hard in this universe for the bad batch to like find anybody they can trust like everywhere they go to everybody they talk about they're like but can they be trusted well i don't can know i heard they could be trusted can he be trusted i don't think he can be trusted uh we're, we're switching to the dark knight let's talk about dark knight all right here we go uh, <laughs> it is yeah but situation. uh that seems to be a going theme yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't imagine literally all your allies are just gone after your other allies were slaughtered by your former allies. Or basically your brother slaughtered your friends. Yeah. And it's like, what? And then, yeah, I, I mean, the yeah. only hope that they have, I think, is meeting up with whatever resistance there is. Because, like, as they said... In their conversation with Sid, like, we don't have a lot yeah. of friends and we don't have a lot of money. So I could see them trying to find soon. I, I'm feeling that Rex encounter is coming close, dude. I, I think it's on the horizon here. Just Rex is coming. Rex is for sure coming. You know he is. He's going to come in and be like, boo, 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 boo. Come join me and the resistance, baby. Baby. And exactly that that wording. <laughs> yeah, well, how long does it did it take for like the resistance to pop up? Was that pretty pretty fast? Does that happen right away? Or is there a little lag in between when the Empire rises and the resistance has to stabilize? There was like a well, uh, I, trial period where the people were like <laughs> check out this new 30 month free trial of the rebellion like, well, the rebellion has to like gather their troops together in places oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. well I I watched a I watched a four hour cut of Revenge of the Sith one time four had, like, hour cut yeah wow. it was it was a bit much but it, it was like it took deleted scenes it took like the Clone Wars stuff and threw it all into one movie thank you uh, the guy whoever made that on reddit appreciate it um <laughs> right, right to that guy uh, reddit specifically yeah, right. he's he's right he's actually one of these stars on my little border um <laughs> but in that they showed that even when like palpatine was rising to power 
like getting kind of sus before he even full-on turned into the empire like there was already these counselors and like politicians that were like we don't really like what's going on here it feels like it's turning into like a an empire kind of situation so i think like the basis of the rebellion has been around literally as soon as palpatine became the emperor uh it's just about how widespread it got because we still have some people that are like for the empire and some people that are like eh whatever and we have other people that are like i'm against this shit. it's just about how widespread it gets soon so i imagine since we literally are right after revenge of the sith that it's probably going to still be a little bit but maybe we'll see bad batch lead into like setting up the rebellion more so yeah. So I didn't answer your question at all, but <laughs> we often don't. <laughs> Just a long ramble of some content that maybe viewers are interested I, in. I think Cole's right. Go watch the four-hour cut. <laughs> to to give some context, I think to Jared's question. Yeah, I think it it probably is a a little while until they're fully in form. But like, yeah, I think Cole's right. The moment that the Empire was said into words by Palpatine, I think there was immediately people who were like, well, I'm not going along with this. So there would have immediately been resistance, but then it would just be a matter of like aggregating all of those different allies, like Cole said, from this widespread idea to try to get them kind of grouped enough that they could actually maybe make a difference like we saw in A New Hope. <coughs> Mm-hmm. and on like the same page too because we we already saw that saw Guerrero and his people are like actively already resisting but i know that i don't care much about that character in the numerous star wars things that he's appeared in unfortunately uh but they i know that like guys <laughs> deception uh but i know that from what i do hear the other characters talk about him is that his ideals are pretty radical so yeah me like it's about also getting all those different people with like similar viewpoints on the same wavelength but alas alas we'll see. we know that in the real world politics things take a while to get done so if it's yeah. anything like <laughs> if it's anything like us dude real yeah, world I, it'll probably be 10 years for sure. I guess that's kind of like the nature of rebellion, right? You're trying to form a cause that you have everyone on the same m- mindset behind, you know, and you can't make it anywhere without that happening or else it's just going to be a bunch of people getting yeah. shot by the Empire basically slowly one at a time until they have something that resembles a moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is super random. Yes. Um, there was this comic release this past week that was a Darth Vader comic that took place like in between episodes four and five, I think, or maybe it was right after episode five, in which Vader goes to uh, eat. What is the planet from episode nine? Erigol, Etrigol, Etrigol, the bad, the Sith planet. Etrigol, Exegol, Exegol? Yeah, yeah. He goes to Exegol. And he sees the fleet of the ships that Palpatine was making. And this was before... This was... I think it was between episodes four and five. So it was like... 
total ruiner of like so much of canon because it was like i've seen so many memes now where vader as he was dying with luke was like luke there are a thousand mega ships in in exegol <laughs> to find my, my beacon so you can find your way there <laughs> It's just messed up, dude. It, it goes to show what, what, what it reminded me of was just how much I appreciate having someone like Dave Filoni manning what's going on in the cinematics. Because when you have random writers coming at comic books who don't know all the context and who don't necessarily consider what their cool comic might do, like it was under the ramifications. Yeah, then it yeah. Just, you end up with X Men. Mm-hmm. Or DC, either one. Choose. <laughs> yeah. Well, or modern day Star Wars. <laughs> it seems just like not Marvel with Star Wars because there's so much Star Wars content out there now, and it's and it's between a very long period of time, real lifetime, not pe- yeah, not, exactly, un- not universe time. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like so many like people try to put a a story in a gap in in like a movie or or something and they'll try to put something in the gap but like like clone wars they try they could never have what uh grievous meet anakin yeah because they meet for the first time in the movie and that's Mm -hmm. like a, a total like Come on! They <laughs> the amount of times that they they just like it was like a little gag where he would walk out of the room and Anakin w- walk in and be like, "What's going on?" Like, but that that, that happens all the time because of the vast amount of content, and it's getting harder and harder and harder to slide stories in that stay true to what the actual canon is of Star Wars, and especially so, trying to like keep up with all the different like not only the movie. Movies, but then the TV shows, not just the TV Actually, shows, but now the, the comics, and not just yeah. the comics, but the novels as well. And it's like this is a lot to like, even just small things. Like obviously, there's some big story elements that are too big. That's like that's not going to slip your mind when you're writing something. But like, yeah. there's a lot of little things really. Like, oh shit! Yeah, wait, that does contradict it. But I already published a book and it already has a million copies sold. So yeah, <laughs> oops, exactly. So that, that's why I feel like they should either just go far back or far forward. And just forget about this whole timeline. Yeah. Yes. Much Put the Skywalker saga to rest. Yeah, much like the new Like I we all love seeing characters that we enjoy, we've grown to love over a long period of time. But at some point they have to just move on. It's like and... if Marvel went from like Iron Man to Infinite or Endgame and then just kept exploring movies in between and filling up gaps. It's like well, we have the future. We also have the past. Why don't we just keep doing more of that? No. Let's slide a story in the gap. <laughs> it has to be in this crunch. Dude, I'm waiting for the movie where Thanos, like, gets the gauntlet for the first time. It's just a movie of him, like, trying to find that planet <laughs> the door. And then, like, torturing the dwarf. And then the dwarf being like, ah, I'll do it. And then, like, bearing <laughs> the moral consequences. And then Thanos being like, and now my hunt begins. And it's called, uh, the, what are we thinking? Avengers, the, uh, Thanos... Right. Thanos runs Thanos the gauntlet. Rises. Definitely. Oh, Thanos, Thanos runs the gauntlet. I like the that. Thanos runs the gauntlet would be sick. It's just like a super Thanos. cut of him like 
grabbing the different stones and then being like... <laughs> Is it bad like, that I'm probably too much of a fan that I actually want to see that movie oh, now? <laughs> yeah, now that you, that movie, you sparked interest. Please, Disney. I would love oh, Jared, to see... Yeah, no, Jared, you write it. You're Disney's new writer. Go ahead and write that movie for him. I'll get on it. Disney, right. you'll have it in two weeks. It's not going to be good, but it's going to be a two-weeker. <laughs> it's not going to be good, but that's a two-weeker. So it's a two-weeker. It's a two-week job. You, that's all you can afford me for, really. <laughs> uh, high, high baller. Doesn't accept the cheap money. My wages are no pennies and nickels. But my hundreds uh, and That's what we look forward to. So uh, are we going to keep on the theme of our rating for the hypeness oh. of the next episode? <laughs> I believe we should. We <laughs> sure, sure. This episode, though, if, when he, if you when, believe it. We did, know, but we can just I forget know. it. We're retconning <laughs> it. Uh, we're going to put two ratings, so we're going to rate our hype, hype for episode five and then pretend that was in last week's episode, and then yes. we're going to rate our hype for episode six. So we're going to be It's just a lot. Okay. That's a lot of things. Uh, I would rate it. It is, but five. you can do it. I have like, faith. Um, if you've ever seen In Japan how they amass like sharks and then just kill the sharks you know have you seen this or it's dolphins they just like slaughter dolphins i would rate this like two of the i'm like, sure it's honestly i both. would rate the episode five i would rate that as if i had a gun then like there would be like two less of the people who are killing the dolphins Oh, okay, I was waiting to see what that would wrap back around yeah. Yeah, um, no, no, that's, to a rating. No, that's the rating. So you, so the, your rating is that you could take out two of the dolphin killing boats. Yeah, that's that's like how oh. I would I would have that much energy going into it. Like that's how that's how exciting this episode was. <laughs> so that's okay. how much that episode made the world a better place yeah. by killing two dolphin boats well, in Japan. I mean, just right. picture this, Jared. If it had been bad. I might have been, you know, I might have been on one of the boats. Killing the dolphins, not the yeah. dolphin <laughs> hunters. <laughs> I mean, this is really a, it's a great thing. So, <laughs> Dave Filoni, keep making the episodes good. Otherwise, when he's going to help Don't go, make, make the dolphins go extinct. <laughs> this is for Bad Batch episode six. <laughs> I, I thought our rating system started off outlandish. Uh, it's we're it's really re it's reaching new peaks. <laughs> scratching the scratching the beginning. But have we hit the ceiling yet? Probably not. Let's no. keep going. I don't know where it can go from here. You oh, know. You um, uh, so my rating for episode five, I'm gonna give it. <laughs> it's hard to talk. Is that it? Is that I'm, the rating? I'm gonna throw that. Uh, out. You go without. Uh, you have to find something that has just a lot of context, and then take it out of context completely, and that's the best. I was, I was trying to like think of something along the lines of the outlandish <laughs> thing you just did. And my mind couldn't comprehend. Um, <laughs> mine was just real. I'm going to say that if I skipped a rock, it would go four skips because that's like probably. That's real good. Like if you know how to skip a rock, four skips is pretty good. I don't. Sounds. It's don't sounds provide context. Incredible to me. 
Yeah, just my bad. The, Provide a combat. Just the four, four skips. skips. Four skips. Four skips. Four skips. Yeah, that's right. Okay. If I if I had said okay. like, and then uh, and uh, one of those nice. <laughs> if I if I had said like the U.S. I was gonna military. say if it's a nice. Oh, this is the delay is serious killing. When he keeps cutting Jared off and then not finishing what he's saying. I keep starting and then Jared comes through. I I was gonna say, if I had added the context of saying like if the US military came in, they could kill a hundred of the people with the killing the dolphins, then it would have made my number of two seem really low. But without any context, it's like, well, maybe there's only five of them out there. Yeah. Maybe he just, maybe he it's just interpretive. like half the problem. All right. So four skips and it ends with a nice, satisfying kerplunk. Okay. It's a big rock. All right. That's interpretive. Um, if I was going for my rating system, if Star Wars was a rainbow and you were driving a car on it, I'd probably drive a Hyundai, a Hyundai, uh, Hyundai on the purple Hyundai. section. Hyundai on the purple section. Okay. Yeah. Hyundai. That's my rating. That's Hyundai. That's Hyundai. Probably, that's probably the most cryptic one I've heard. <laughs> well, I don't know what the good and bad parts of it are. I, I, I gave you context. I said if Star Wars was a rainbow and you could drive a car on it, a la Rainbow Road. I would drive a Hyundai on the purple section. Yeah, he's not gonna drive a Maserati. Okay. In or the red. oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe Maserati you're confused. Red. Uh, because there's no purple. It's indigo and violet. I would yeah. drive on the indigo section. I just okay. They, they, I was, uh, that. I was, we're gonna get so many comments. <laughs> people, there's no purple. It's Roy G. I just fixed it. That sentence fixed that. No Dude, comments. Thank goodness, we get. We were gonna have. So many comments. Out of now, all the zero viewers, at least 300,000 of them would have left a comment. Dude. And they would have all been about that. Gosh. Nothing else in this hour-long podcast. I would love to have the pro the the problem of too many people being feisty in the comments. I would love that. We Sadly, can fight back. We can put up our boxing oh, I would, and I would get in there. I would be like, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> hey, whoa, hey. Speaking of the zero comments, uh, Cole, you know, we tried for the million likes on the last video, and we just didn't. We we oh, almost had it. If you believe it, it was you know, fifty million. Actually, no, it was, th oh. it was thirty million. Thirty million? Well, Did we get three likes? Because if yeah, so, I have to strip around I mean, my naked. We were strip around naked. There. I think we got three likes. So uh, that that's practically uh, a million. Let's check. Let's check it. Out, depending on the scale you use. I need to know if I'm going to be stripping naked. I don't yeah. think that you said oh. you would strip naked if we didn't get. That seems like that would have been a. No, oh, I said three likes. It was a low bar. Three. Oh, I never make mistakes when you should know this by now. I don't name. Na literally, I will give you fifty million dollars if you can name one time I made a mistake. Why do you always do these such large numbers for for something that is so achievable? <laughs> Unfortunately, buddy, we did get fifteen likes on our last video. So I'm gonna have to. That. I don't think that's true. <laughs> was was it? I I saw five, so it was either five or fifteen, but it was more than three. That's five. the unfortunate. <laughs> no, I think yeah, it was fifteen likes, 000, bro. bro. We would be. I don't know. I don't have my glasses. Right 
We'd be popping off. Bit, we bit, all liked like it, shit. and then only two of our parents liked it. Yeah, wait, <laughs> so who's, parents. who's no, parents? No. They're both my parents. <laughs> There's no way my parents would have liked oh. it. My dad doesn't have Spotify and is perplexed by YouTube, so. And my parents don't watch I feel like YouTube is like one of the you easiest think. things to use. You'd think. So complex. What with but. the searching and the buttons and the. Gah. And the tubes, the tubes, and where you fit in. Hey, back on back when I was a kid, uh, so the the, the, the the television. What the, the boob tube? Ah, yeah. Maybe if it had the hand dials, like on fifties fifties radios, you could like oh. change the YouTube video by. That's a good idea. Make a YouTube TV. Thank for you. People. I'm full of them. No more good ideas, though. That wasn't actually. So shut up. Don't so, like Army old... of the Dead. Oh, you obviously oh. had the perfect transition. I was going to no, no, say, no, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like old people who are close to death, let's talk about people that are dead. And... <laughs> There's well, an army of them. <laughs> and there are an army of them. <laughs> that was beautiful. Dude, <laughs> in my head, I had this, like, perfectly formed idea. And then when I was blurting it out, I got, I got so excited that it came out wrong. It's like it went through a strainer and the words just kind of came out randomly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I need to have things written down to perform correctly. Um, fair. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, Army of the Army Dead. Of the, uh, recently released on Netflix, a Zack Snyder film, his newest one since Snyder Cut. Uh, and... About a zombie heist movie. Zombie what heist. What do you think? Zombie if, heist. What did you think? I was going to say if we wanted to what rate it, but that's going to take a 10-minute section. <laughs> um, what? Uh, did you Deep down, personally in here, Cole? in my chest, in my in my titties. Uh, yeah, in my titties. That's where I feel things. I swear. Um, I, <laughs> I swear on it. I liked it. And not without its flaws and especially the beginning i was like oh i feel like i'm gonna hate this movie there was a lot of things that were really throwing me off that i was like i'm not liking this i'm not liking this but as the movie went on and pretty much like as the heist went in i started to like it a lot more uh and it definitely for a zombie movie had some larger than life concepts being thrown at you that i was like seems a bit advanced for a zombie movie but you know you do it zach now whether those ideas were fully finished and fleshed out <laughs> they did go for them i'll give them that but like just a brief example the one thing that was like i i wanted him to stop and I, it's like how a lot of people hate dutch angles i hated when something would come on screen and it would not be in focus for a solid 10 seconds yeah and then it would as they got closer it finally came into focus do you mind and i kind of wanted to die because i was let me go ahead on that really quick so when i was watching this movie i was like dog what is going on this whole the whole movie i and i made it like halfway through and i was like i need to look this up now or else like i am not gonna be able to watch this movie because the blurring is unreasonable okay and here's the thing he shot the whole movie with these vintage lenses that he got okay which is like cool concept stylistically 
The problem is there's a reason we use new lenses, you know, so that we can use different types of things rather than just blurring the whole time. And when asked why he did this, Zack Snyder says, I liked the way it would make things in the background scarier. Not blurrier. He said, I liked the way it would make things in the background seem scarier. That is an actual quote. It might not be the direct, but that's pretty much scary, blurry. He said the scary. He said scary. So this man made the whole movie using just shit lenses for stylistic effect. When in reality, you watch the movie and you're like, I, I can't see what's on the screen. My eyes are hurting because I'd like to look at that. But what is I this mess? Yeah. What is this object? There's this one moment when the female that's with the <laughs> alpha is on screen and it's just like she's on there for 0.2 seconds of focus. And then she just goes and entire and nothing. You can't see it. It's like four seconds of just blur. And you're like, wow. It's, it's like my eyes just went crossed. Ugh. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that, that. Uh, that's, the, that's the exact moment that I like realized. I was like, this, this shit needs to stop right now. And yeah. speaking on that, it's funny that he did that as a stylistic choice. Because I've always, one of the best things Zack Snyder has going for him is he knows how to make a good looking movie. Whether you're talking about Watchmen, whether you're talking about as much as, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, even the Snyder Cut have their problems. When they're firing on all cylinders, they look beautiful. Like, just cinematic as hell and a beautiful shot. Which is why when I was watching the movie, I was like, you'd be hard-pressed to know Zack Snyder was behind this because like, there's nothing, no awe-inspiring shots. It was very, very bright and, like, sandy and, like, muted colors, which Zack Snyder likes. But it was, it, it, I, I did not like that part of it. But that's more so on the technical aspect rather than, like, the story and the characters themselves. For sure. Which, in terms of the characters, I thought they were all very generic. Like, this is the hacker. He's the nerd guy. He's nerdy. He's never killed a zombie. He's going to say awkward jokes because he doesn't really know how to fit in with his cool clique. Yeah, I feel like that worked well for killing? the movie. <laughs> a zombie killing? I have I never killed a zombie. <laughs> how do we do this zombie killing? Yeah, but I I actually I actually was okay with the the stereotypes for like the big buff guy who has like a chainsaw or something. But also speaking on the chainsaw, I thought it was gonna be like a never use the never use the chainsaw. <laughs> never use Brings that. it up and then it's like Chekhov's gun, but never use the gun. You have to imagine. I didn't understand that either. Yeah, yeah. So like he like, he was so like adamant. It seemed it seemed like he put the chainsaw in he buried it in the desert after he was in there originally he buried it in the desert because he was so like it was like a, a memory that he didn't want to remember he didn't want around and then he goes and gets it and he's like oh yeah here we go again and then never uses it he even yells at people for picking it up you know yeah. what maybe you should let other people pick it up <laughs> because they might use it they might be more inclined to use it. I thought uh -huh. we were going to make a race guy. Uh, also, though, I think it might be the worst weapon to use in a zombie apocalypse. It wasn't even like a long chainsaw. Like, you had to get right up on them. And it, it looked like, it, even for him, it looked heavy. That's not something you just, like, you know, <laughs> wheeled like around. It's like a yeah. table saw yeah. that he modified. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, it would have looked cool, but not practical at all. Yeah. And it's it, like getting like we honestly, spikes, gloves, and like punching zombies. You're like, you're getting way too close for them. They could just bite you. Yeah. We can only imagine how cool it would have looked. Would have mm. sweet. Right. Oh, that, maybe that's why they didn't use this, because as soon as they filmed the scene, they were like, yeah, this is impractical. He would die yeah, so quick. Look cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That thing um, looked like 50 pounds. Maybe even It more. was heavy, but he was a built guy. He uh, was jacked. He was big. Um, oh, go ahead, Winnie. What were your thoughts? Just because, Cole, you kind of talked about your general thoughts on the movie. Jared, yeah. What were your general thoughts on the movie? And then I'll talk about my general thoughts on the movie. Besides the fucking blur. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a fun watch. That's pretty much the only way I, I can really find myself describing it. I didn't think it was great. Uh, I saw some things that I liked, a lot of things that I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, but overall, I think it was just a fun heist zombie movie. It's an interesting idea. If there was a... If Las Vegas got encapsulated by or taken over by zombies, yeah, the the first thing I would think of is how much money is just left in there. So I think it's a cool idea. Um, I don't think the execution was always good. I, I, a lot of the things weren't very consistent. The Like, the one thing that really bothered me for some weird reason was when they went into the hibernation zombie area and uh the um safe cracker immediately screams in one of their faces and none of them wake up and then pans fall on the ground and like 20 of them wake up yeah inconsistent uh, it was just a little inconsistent and i there was a, a couple different parts like that that was just like inconsistent but how um, badass was that bitch taken out all those Dude, zombies was, right that, after that she was pretty badass that when was, she came that out was awesome when i thought she was dead and then she comes like flying out the window and it's still going i was like oh my god yeah. this oh now she's dead for sure okay yeah. but that was still badass <laughs> yeah very cool it's a shame none of her team helped her from you know they were i mean they were like at all away so you got to give them there's a long distance between them and her getting just slaughtered no opportunity to help yeah that would take at least two minutes to run that five feet. At least two. They're very slow. She could have been dead. <laughs> yeah. And Just I don't know. I don't know if that um, guy that came along with them that was working with the Japanese guy. I don't know if we were ever supposed to trust him. But I literally, from like the first two seconds, I was like, "Oh, that guy's gonna screw him over." Yeah, mm -hmm. for they, sure. I was, I was hoping that they were gonna. I was hoping that they were gonna do yeah. like a subversion, kind of like what they did with Steve Harrington and Stranger Things, where you're like, "This guy's a douchey asshole, and his girlfriend is gonna leave him for, uh, for the nerd guy because he's like a really good person at heart." I was, and then Steve turns out to be a really good guy. I was hoping they were gonna do like a subversion like that, like using this trope of oh yeah he's like the business guy working for the boss of course he's going to betray them i was hoping he was going to actually end up helping them and be like oh cool yeah. no he's a good guy and then no he just actually and the first chance he got fucked him over yeah and then he got fucked over by the zombie tiger so so uh happens. john your uh, thoughts broad thoughts on it yeah um well to address the things that i liked about the movie 
I fucking dude the the alpha zombie looked dope as hell, and that's a I think I was talking with Carl about this. I think that's a hard thing to kind of do, like to make a zombie look dope. And there was some great shots of him when he was on the horse with the spear that looked sick, um, and actually Ooh, yeah. made me think. What's it like, like that? helmet on yeah, too yeah it made me think like there should be a movie that is from the zombies perspective and i've seen and read warm bodies but not something that is like the zombie slowly like overcoming its zombiness but just a zombie that's like man i'm gonna eat so many people today like this is gonna be crazy i feel like i actually already talked about this one time <laughs> Maybe even on the podcast. I'm getting this weird deja vu. But anyways, I feel like that would be a sweet idea. However, this movie, dog, there were some real problems that I had when I was watching it. Like, like almost too many to number. I, I, I'm totally with Jared in that, like, if you got to a point where you're kind of, like, incapacitated and then just watch this movie through, like it's going to be entertaining and like some of the fight scenes are pretty sweet like you pointed out when that girl's shooting everybody and when the yeah the alpha is just like wrecking people that's sweet it looks dope but objectively like there are many real issues with this movie the fact that he touches on like for example let's consider the latter half of this movie when the main one of the main like storylines is uh, Bautista's daughter and her trying to save this family and they she, she Bautista. somehow yeah that's what I'm gonna call on that somehow she manages to find them in just, in LA you know she had no idea where they were somehow manages to find them then they get on the helicopter the helicopter crashes and we don't even see the family again like, literally, there's not even a confirmation of death. They are just not shown at all in that scene. Or the, the one that survived, rather. And it's like, that is just, like, some really, really ridiculous shit to drop something like that into the story, not touch on it again. The other thing, the, without even having, like, an insane amount of focus watching this movie... I'm watching the one scene, and I see the robot get shot, and I see that it is a robot, not a zombie. Did you guys see this? Jared, do you see this? Yeah, I, I was going to talk about it. Jared, did you see what, this? What is it? Some there was a robot. There was actually no, no, no. Some two the, robot zombies that I saw. Some of the zombies are robots. Did you know that, Jared? And and do you know why? No, some of the I did not catch that. Some of the robots because it looked cool and because maybe people like me would watch no the movie and i, I have to disagree with you on that but to have that's because i read into additional it. context added in further films and i would actually watch those the only reason that robot is in there dog is because he thought it looked cool there's no there's no additional reasoning that can justify you putting it, it actually totally ruined the movie for me. Well, While I was watching it, I was like, he did, surely they'll touch upon he did say the robot. He did say it looked cool, but he also... He did say it, he did say it looked cool, but uh, yeah, I 100% agree that it should have been... If you're going to show something, you know, maybe provide some exclamation or context to it. 
but in terms of like him again like i said at the very beginning he was kind of throwing ideas that i liked but i wish they were fully fleshed out is i did hear in an interview who was talking about how he thought the concept was cool of a robot zombie but he wanted to at least provide some sort of context for it and was uh saying that obviously he does have sequels and plan with that whole ending and how he's like i don't want to fully give away everything that i might end up doing in the sequel but he was like uh it was he's like could they have been like from the origin that the Dude, government's kind of keeping track on the zombies hold up. or that it was a whole an alien thing this is bullshit i'm just saying this is bullshit dog he should have he should have fully finished it out but i i liked him at least bringing the concept up imagine releasing a song and people being like where's the second verse and you're like well it might have been it might have been this and people are like oh well i'll wait you know I, oh, it might appear on my next album. You, maybe you'll see what happened with the rest of that song. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, you you don't do that. As a director, you don't... I can vaguely understand what you're saying. <laughs> especially in a film where it's not clearly set up as a first, second, third style film. And obviously that's what he's going for because that's uh, clearly how he thrives with no supervision in environments that are controlled basically entirely by him. As director <laughs> of photography captain of the blur yep you know and the it, it, it is actually ridiculous dude captain you, of the blur. That, that's what i'm calling him the blur captain he should not i have been able i to like the concept it. but i 100 percent agree that it should have been fully finished yeah it, it was not a complete there was there was minimal few complete ideas that were represented in that movie Yeah, I also... Like, uh, things were cool. Yeah. That's a good way to word it. it were, they were cool. They weren't fully... It. It's why it, it's a fun movie, but it wasn't like a, wow, this is one of the best zombie movies. Like, it's not even fucking close to Train to Busan. If, I don't know yeah. if you... I know yeah, yeah, you that, feel like Jared has seen it. That's a good movie. That It made me rewatch Train to Busan train of busan again and holy shit that's a great movie we're not here to talk about that but yes. just by comparison yeah it's it's trash but i had a fun time with it uh and i like that they were like i said i like that they were trying to do these extra crazy things like that whole little breakdown where that guy was like look this is an infant time loop situation we're just doing this over and over again no they didn't bring it up again but so again stupid. maybe they'll do in a sequel it, maybe like, provide context dumbest? That is the dumbest shit, dude. To just be like, and here's a conversation with but no content. He also could have just get been it in the around. next movie. You know, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You can't get. You shouldn't be able to get <laughs> yeah. away with that. I don't know if I. When I walked out of that scene, I didn't take that as something that they might talk about in the future. I. They could, but I viewed that more as like him just kind of talking. I don't know, talking and trying to alleviate some of the tension that was going on in that <laughs> basement and like freaking tension, freaking bro. out free... i don't think any of those people were normal people <laughs> dave batista was like a fry cook that was also like an ex-marine <laughs> like it was it was all over yeah. the place yeah i think that's the one of the main things that i just had problems with when you have a big world like like a zombie world the thing I'm I'm looking forward to the most is like or looking into the most is consistency of the world rules. Like what are the rules and then how consistent are you playing that throughout the whole movie? And the consistency was off. 
uh, can all zombies have sex with each other? That is a main question of mine. Um, cause I think, so. I think it was specifically do the fact Some that the, fat, that the, the alpha, moves. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like the alpha came from the government. Like that's what the whole beginning was. Zombie uh, made? Dude, who do I'm you, sorry. No, no, no. In the was beginning, the zombie the, made there. We don't know. The zombie is we don't likely know. an alien dude. In the beginning of the movie, you see two UFOs fly away. That like that. And that right there is like, this, do you? This, yes. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't know because it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. It, it, the, nothing that happens matters. That it doesn't matter. But it's just like there's, like I said, the only thing that this movie left me with was the idea that I want to see a movie that's from a zombie's perspective. I was at the end of it. I was like, how can I make this work? I was like thinking of different ideas and but that was the best part of the movie was just like Literally the only good part of the movie that stands out is that man on the horse on the hill Just standing there and there was like this pan shot and I was like, oh, that was that was dope I th I think to speak on the optimism, because I 100% agree with a lot of your complaints with the film, and I could see how, for like a, a more critical eye, how that's a pretty big letdown to introduce time travel or different realities, aliens, robot zombies, uh, a zombie, and then like a whole heist film, like all in one. I think what I liked about that, as underdeveloped as all those were, I think my favorite, like what I liked about it was that he could have easily just gone for a traditional zombie movie with also a traditional heist movie, but he was throwing stuff out there. He was trying to do things and like doing different things. And as again, as underdeveloped and as you would like to word them shitty as they are, <laughs> say it out. Uh, I just appreciate the effort to be it. <laughs> I I just appreciate the effort of just being like, you know what, I'm I'm going against the grain and at least trying this shit. So. I appreciate it more so in the fact that he tried to do things, but I 100% see why people could get annoyed with that. But I, it's definitely a movie that you have to like turn your brain off and go like, oh, that's a cool concept. <laughs> I don't want to think about it too much, but that's a cool concept. Uh, but yeah. Um, I actually watched it twice, once by myself and then once with my parents. And I both times did not catch any spaceships, did not catch any robot zombies, did not catch zombies, not the spaceships though. Like, so many of these things are it. Th what I thought this movie is, and now what I know about it the is. movie, it's completely changed. Like, <laughs> it, that is wild to me. I think. I honestly think that some of these concepts are not done a lot. They're cool ideas, but I think what we're running into is just poor use of said concepts. I think it, it just needed to be spread out more, maybe in more movies, or just try to shove less in the movie that came out. I mean, it was a long movie. It was like a, yeah, was like two, two and, and a half, half hour movie. long movie. But yeah, yeah to, to try to lighten the uh the load on this movie again there were certain little things that i liked like i always said in a zombie movie it would smell terrible okay <laughs> this whole area is just a sea of dead people 
why are people not gagging all the time? But for the first time, I actually saw when the girl was going crazy and got left behind in the hibernation zone, she sta- the first zombie she stabs, she goes... <laughs> <laughs> she like yeah. gags and like because it would smell repulsive so i i enjoyed that they at least put one gag in there um uh and uh i also love i i don't know how many things have zombified animals but i love the zombie tiger i think it looked dope cool. Yeah, I think it would have been really cool to see it fight a little bit more um once again like the buzzsaw, not used too much. Well, uh, at least at least the tiger did come back and kill one did. of the members. It unlike did. the chainsaw that just no. did not come up again. I think I just wanted to see it more personally. It was Fair used enough. at least to a point where I could be somewhat satisfied. Uh, I'm sure but the fact that it was mostly CGI definitely had yeah. some sort of hindrance on that. And I, I liked... Sm- uh, a subsection of smart zombies and then a lower form of zombies i enjoyed that that i i enjoyed a lot of his ideas it's just the, the how it turned out yeah uh they uh, weren't not they ideal weren't done, not done as well it's as i would have liked them to but yeah cool ideas really cool ideas it seems like Zack it, Snyder... it kind of reminded me of like the oh i'm sorry go ahead it seems like Zack snyder needs to find like a creative partner that is like there with him on the idea side but maybe is a little better at being like do we need 30 ideas for the one movie can we maybe make the five good ideas good could we do that and then he'd be like but then what would happen inevitably is the movie would release, be shitty, and then he'd be like, this wasn't my vision. And then and a year and a half later, we'd have the Snyder cut of whatever it was, and then people would be like, this was marginally better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny that, like, Zack Snyder is one of those people, like, if a director is bad, they're usually pretty quick to be shut down and be like, yo, this is bad. But uh, like in terms of um, Zack Snyder and his fan base in particular, it's definitely interesting that his, none of his movies are critically acclaimed. None of them. However, Zack Snyder has like a really large cult following. And despite the fact that none of his movies, I don't think he's won any Oscars besides maybe like a visual effects or something like that. So, which has like almost nothing to do with him. Uh, I don't. I'm. That, I'm not one of those people that rides Zack Snyder's dick. I'm not like Zack Snyder. Yes, you're. You make everything fantastic. I love you, Daddy. Uh, but I'm also one of those people that can like kind of see, like, I don't, like he he comes to the film with like a very youthful mindset, which I almost like like because instead of treating everything like, like how Martin I, Martin Scorsese is fantastic, but him saying like. Boom, these aren't film, these are abominations. I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> like if you gave like a kid, like that's completely avoiding the way kids view stuff. And not saying that Zack Snyder needs to make movies for kids, but he comes with this useful mindset of like, listen, man, I just want to see these ideas on the screen and just have my vision put. And if people like it, which clearly a lot of people do, awesome. So I, I almost like that, but I do see a recurring theme about how a lot of his movies, the ideas are a bit bigger than the substance that actually back them up. 
I think if you're one of the only directors that gets a do-over, you're probably not one of the best directors. Yeah. Wait, say that again? If you're one of the only directors that gets a full do-over in making a movie, then you're probably not one of the best ones. Well, it wasn't so much that it was a do-over. It was more so that he made a movie, and then Warner Brothers was privilege? like, I'm not. Has anybody no. else got that privilege? No. No. And no. I, I have a yeah. wide log of films. I've been in several. I was in <laughs> Star Wars. The first one. I was in Star Wars. I was the pod racer. Itself. The machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the ending. And they used the green screen to make my arms look like power thrusters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently there's a prequel, uh, two prequels coming out. There's like a animated series on Netflix coming out called like Lost Vegas. And it's about like the initial outbreak, uh, and then there's they're coming out with like remember that German guy I think his name was like Dieter or something like that. He was the hacker. Sure. Oh, oh, you mean the hacker the... or the safe cracker? Safe cracker. Safe cracker. The safe cracker yeah, yeah. from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just think I was talking about some random like, German dude? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right, German guy Dieter. I know him well. <laughs> Dieter. <laughs> I know him personally. No, there. I. I don't. Army of Thieves. I think is what they're calling it. But it's about him, like back when he was just doing safe cracking and stuff like that before the zombies. So, and it's I think a, I heard Zack Snyder said he wanted to. Yeah, just a. It's like in this universe. It's, it reminds me of Cloverfield, kind of, the Army of whatever universe. That I don't is know. such an odd idea, but okay. Mm -hmm. I'll, hey, I'll take it. I, I, like, I'm looking for a cool heist movie, and if that guy's in it, I like that guy. So I I, I'd guy. watch it. I watch it. But I the ironically, the one thing that they did clearly set up by that guy got bitten, and he's going to Mexico City, uh, probably going to be like the new Alpha or whatever. It's funny that none of none of the things that were confirmed were that there was a sequel. <laughs> so weird. I would take a sequel. I wouldn't be looking forward to a sequel necessarily. I would take a sequel to see if maybe those concepts that were brought up were fleshed out a little bit more, which would be ideal. But I'm not going to be like holding my breath, like release the Army of the Dead to hash like on Twitter or shit like that. Like I was pretty adamant about the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Jared. Too. Yeah, I want to know how the. Oh, yeah, go. Sorry. I think my audio must just be like one second delayed as well because I often will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. We'll have to see how this video turns out. <laughs> I, I think it'll be fine in general. There's just some moments where my timing will look like I'm stupid, but it'll. I think it'll show me as being not that stupid <laughs> at the beginning. It'll look like you guys are just. When he says that to hide the fact that he actually is stupid. <laughs> To 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 add to what you said though about like with the um, consistency in like the the world building of the zombie movie, uh, something that kind of killed me with that ending was literally at the beginning of the movie. I don't remember who it was, but the one some someone gets turned, and I I don't remember the exact scene it was, but it was like one of the earliest scenes in the movie, and I was like I said to my, the guy from Luke Cage. I don't know. The, I said to my roommate, Carl, I was like, oh, this is, it's nice that it is a very fast 
uh, transition. Like they, there's no kind of lingering period where people like were bitten and now they have like four hours to deal with like like the first time they show it it was instantaneous and then here yeah. the end of the movie it's like he's been bitten he's been on the plane he's had radiation he was in the locker yep. after being bitten for the however long and then he's just like hey go to mexico city have a few drinks on the plane there's nothing wrong here and then he just notices then that he like is yep. infected it's crazy doesn't make sense yeah, that, definitely stupid. But my biggest complaint about that part was I feel like it's just zombie rule, like zombie movie or to media uh, rule one, which is if you are bitten, you off yourself to prevent, you know, especially in his situation, another outbreak. So it was just funny how you like look back up in the mirror, which is like, here we go. I'm like, no, 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 you stop. You immediately go tell them to stab you in the brain with like one of the champagne corks or some shit just to kill you so you don't infect Enjoy. the entirety of Mexico City. Instead, he was just like, ah, darn, looks like this is going to happen regardless of whether I might be able to do something about it right now. <laughs> he was way too accepting about that. He, he was, was like, ah, genocide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, great. Um... But small thing that I kind of noticed, and I don't know if, and judging by all the ideas that weren't fully fleshed out, I'm sure this is some, me reading too much into it, is that everybody who went in with the motivation of getting money died. Or like some profit financial gain died. One person who went in to rescue somebody, not for money, just to rescue somebody, despite the fact that they didn't end up actually rescuing them, they actually survived. And there was also like a cool little kind of commentary about how they're like, yo, the zombies don't fuck each other over. That's just something that the humans do. And so it kind of reminded me of the, <laughs> no, I, I don't think that, again, it wasn't like, wow, this is really deep. It was a cool thought. They didn't have to do that, but they did. It kind of reminded me of the I am legend book ending where uh, I forget is the real the guy's name Ian or some legend. shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is legend. <laughs> uh but where he like he realizes that the zombies he's like they're actually kind of like in their own headspace and are enjoying their life it's just me holding on to the fact that they're fucked up that like i'm just killing them if i didn't exist if i was just one of them the world would be peaceful so it reminded me a little bit of that but also not nearly as flushed out as i am legend is the book not the movie yeah how do you how did it, how did he get it out of the safe Magic, Jared. Magic. <laughs> it's a question. Because that's a question. I would say that they should have just gone in that way. What do we think? Should we just, since there's like some sort of magical ve uh, ventilation system that he just crawled out of, uh, yeah, once being locked really in the safe, very radiated area and showed no signs of it. Yeah, should have just. Yeah, magic. there was. Honestly, I enjoyed hey, magic it. Magic used to not turn right away. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but the more I talk about it, the less I enjoyed it. <laughs> like I yeah. said, like you said, fun movie. You just fun. don't think about it. You can't think <laughs> about it. That's exactly it. You can't think about it too much, or it's no longer fun. It's it's yeah, like I think Sex Center does a lot better with just simpler ideas that don't need to be like 
a really deep thing or really complex storyline. I think it's he'd like 300. Very simple storyline. Very simple idea. Decently executed. And it was a, also a fun movie. And I feel similar for Justice League. It was like pretty simple idea. Not really that complex. It was a fun time versus this. I feel like he... I, I'm drawing a blank on the expression, but like it's like you went... Michael Bade. He Michael Bade the movie. He went fishing for too big of a fish. He went fishing for like a fucking shark and brought like a net. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. I feel like I'll be able to catch and pull that sucker in. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Definitely might... a fun movie, but nothing crazy. Yeah. I think you heard it here first. If you have two and a half hours second, of your time maybe third that you no, no one else has talked about this if you have two and a half hours of time and are just interested in turning your brain off potentially looking away during times because you simply don't want to process the bullshit that's happening on screen um but maybe want a little more action than you found in the most recent mortal Kombat movie then I would highly recommend Army of the Dead. Uh, you can find some zombies. You can find some armies. Dead, pe- dead people as well. Nor- al- some blue babies. People. Dead babies. Blue baby. Robot zombie. These are the top seven features of the movie. One more feature we need. Uh, it'd be, uh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, alien tiger. Aliens. Aliens, yeah. I was going to say forgotten plot lines, but I like aliens better because that just represents one of the... <laughs> <laughs> but aliens sounds more intriguing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, well do, uh, do we even dare rating this movie? I don't think we should. We don't want to hurt Zack Snyder's feelings. I feel like let's leave it open-ended. Let's leave it open-ended like he left a lot of the plot threads. Yeah. Here's my rating. There Make was. your own decisions. There was. What was it? <laughs> Live your Think own your, life. Think for yourself. Don't let Stop us. Stop being a you. sheep. <laughs> Wake up. All right. Wake All up. All right. Wake Make sure up. you hit that lickety like button in that comedy comment section. You know, type what what were your thoughts? What were your feelings? How did we look? How did we sound? How did we behave as people and as adults? and subscribe because it's free and we don't have any yet and we my parents are probably gonna kick it, my parents are probably gonna kick me out if uh if i don't get any subscribers soon because they say this whole youtube thing isn't a real job so and apparently you have to press Please. the notification bell as well or else nothing happens with i've never noticed that <laughs> but no, it's yeah, true. So I'll be on the streets, and then they will lose a third of the uh, of the audience members. So, yeah, or the not the audience <laughs> the members. Like, the like, the like, third of our like people will be gone. The participants. <laughs> Great. Now we're only gonna be at one million likes instead of three million. <laughs> Jared, any last words? <laughs> All right. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. Is beautiful. Everyone that's is what beautiful. I say. And that's how we end the end show. It's Podcast way. Rebellion, yo. Podcast On Rebellion. Podcast. Oh, that's our new name. Wow. It's not. 
We could. We're rebelling against podcasts in general. Side podcast rebellion. rebellion. You find us on YouTube. Find us on Spotify. Like, subscribe. We'll be back at you next week. Bad Batch episode six. Also, keep your eyes on the horizon for Loki coming soon. And we will be covering that. And we will see you in the next one, brethren. Please listen to this beautiful track that's playing right now. What's that song coming in? Oh, what is that? Oh.